Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019 and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello and welcome along to the fifth episode of Gig Radio, the podcast of new music blog Gig Radar. Uh, my name is Rob and I'm the editor of Gig Radar. Um, if you listen to any of our previous podcasts, you'll know that I was traveling the world bringing you new episodes from various countries. But unfortunately, coronavirus has cut that short and I've flown back from Japan where we filmed, uh, sorry, we recorded our last episode. I'm now back in the UK um, in lockdown. So it's kind of a weird time. I hope you're all safe out there. Hope everyone's doing okay. Um, this week, I want to bring you a load of new music that I hope will give you something new to listen to while you're on your lockdown periods. Um, got some really good new British bands um, and an Australian band to finish things off. Uh, we've got an interview with Bristol Band from Idols to Ashes, talking about their new EP. And we're going to play you a song from our current new band of the week, Fox Haunt. And we've got plenty more great new music on top of that. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Bill from Circus. I'm Lindsay from Circus, and you're listening to Gig Radio. First up, we're going to play you a new tune from our current new band of the week. This is a York-based band called Fox Haunt. Um, they offer up a mixture of heavy riffs with a melodic edge. And we published a feature, an interview with frontman Ollie Swift over on the site, gigradar.co.uk, uh, on Monday. So this is Foxhorn with their latest single, Trust No One. Devil in 
That was Fox Haunt and their new single Trust No One, which was released released last Friday. Uh, next up, we've got another brand new track from another British band, which sound very similar. Um, this is a band called Fox Jaw, spelt with a PH. Um, they're a band we first introduced you to as our new band of the week back in April 2018. Then we saw them on tour with Pagan last year in London. Um, their debut EP, Goodbye Dinosaur, was awesome. And they've just announced a debut album, which is going to be out in July. Um, from that is the first track that we get to hear is called Half House.
That was Foxjaw with their new track, Half House. And that very nicely leads us into our interview with fellow Bristol band From Idols to Ashes. That's because Foxjaw's guitarist, Josh Gallup, actually helped the band produce their brand new EP, Counting Days. Um, so we had a chat with frontman Jay and guitarist Aaron to find out more. Um, a bit of an apologies in advance for a few sound issues in the first few minutes. There's a bit of lag going on. Um, it does sort itself out quickly, um, so stay tuned and keep listening. Um, we'll also go straight from that into Phantom, which is the opening song from the band's new EP. Yeah, with, oh. And welcome back. I'm here now with Jay and Aaron from Rashes. Um, Jay, Aaron, great to have you on the podcast with us. How thank you both doing? All good, thank you. And yourself? Uh, how are you both doing? Uh, we, just to like let people know, we're, yeah, good. Just let people know we're like in lockdown. We're in lockdown zone at the moment, so uh, we're at home, um, keeping social distance. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's a little bit weird, but um... <laughs> how are you guys finding the whole working from home? Yeah, I mean it's pretty intense. Like I said, it's uh, pretty business as usual for me. I'm working at home most of the time anyway. Um, so it's uh, quite interesting to have the family around me at the same time. It's nice to see a few new faces. New receptionist is a bit weird, but uh... <laughs> had to uh, move out of my house in Devon because uh, I live with three vulnerable pe- uh, two elderly people and a person with a with a terminal illness. So I had to kind of get the get the hell out of there. Oh wow! Really. And uh, so move back, yeah. which is a little bit weird, but <laughs> um, yeah. yeah it, apart from that, it's it's not too bad to be honest. Uh, it's nice to have. I've got a lot. Our drummer Laurie, uh, if, yeah, if you don't know, is my brother. So luckily, I've got him here as well, who's had to come back from uni in Swansea. So it's nice to have him. Yeah, and we've had to be able to do a lot of music while we've that's been nice. while we've been back. Oh, cool! That's a bit of a bonus then. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah just to start off um do you want to kind of give people an introduction to who you guys are and who from idol to ashes are okay for it, Aaron. so uh <laughs> so we, we've got a weird dynamic in our band obviously um mainly just because most of us are related in fact jay's the only boy who technically isn't uh part of my family so uh <laughs> i'm of- the outsider yeah, we've got Lawrence, who's my brother, uh, Dan, who's my cousin. Um, and yeah, just from a young age, I think we all just started playing Guitar Hero together. So that kind of just evolved in us to us deciding mm-hmm. to be uh, slightly less lame to learn real instruments. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah um, kind of being in separate bands. Well, I was in a band with Jay. Well, I mean, me and Jay have uh, been best friends since secondary school. So after being uh, a band or two when we were younger, it kind of just made sense as yeah, Laurie started getting really, really good at the drums. Dan was uh, kind of his projects were coming to an end, so it, it kind of just fell into place for us. And uh, it's been quite nice to be able to keep it quite casual in between uni and in between work and everything. And yeah, because we're all kind of so tight, mm-hmm. just not seeing much of each other, we've always just been able to make it work. Nice. Well, yeah, and all the boring stuff is. Uh, and for anyone who hasn't listened to the band at all, oh. no, no, you're all right. You carry on. No, sorry. Uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to the band play, um, and how would you describe the sound to people that haven't listened to the band? Jay, I'll let you take this one. I, I <laughs> struggle with it. I struggle with genres, to be honest. Yeah. Again, this is this is quite a hard question. 
for us because a lot of our sort of interests and like Aaron said were pretty dynamic um a lot of our interests come from completely different spectrums of the musical world as it were mm-hmm. I mean um yeah we've got a lot of like hardcore um real heavy metal influences from myself and Aaron and Dan um we all like sort of you know the nitty-gritty hardcore all the way up to you know real techie techie metals and um or even even myself i like all the old school stuff that iron maiden that was all my early influences um and then sort of laurie on the drums like in hip-hop and a bit more indie so that 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 throws a bit of a swing in the mix and obviously dan's also got a massive focus in um pop punk as well that's one of his side projects uh destroy the beast find the baby um so uh yeah there's there's a lot of influences to push together um but we mainly go by post hardcore hardcore to be honest um that seems to uh-huh. bring it all together uh, um in the easiest <laughs> way as possible the only thing that really seems to unify us is just our love for rage against machine um yeah. <laughs> but we all mm-hmm. yeah love them basically so riffs have all, always kind of been at the heart and soul of what we try to do um as a, but then yeah influences from all over i mean me and laurie have recently really got into jazz which is obviously completely different to uh, everything else I listened to, kind yeah. of like Love and Not Loose. But i got to say, I saw the jazz band live the other day and the energy they brought to... No, it's nice to feel happy at a gig for once, to be honest. <laughs> Positive vibes. <laughs> yeah, instead of, uh, instead of smacking people about in the pit. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how easy it was to just fight away to the front, honestly. <laughs> Compared to a metal gig where you have to kind of navigate the mosh pit and basically, uh, yeah, push your way through the fangos. This was just, this was just, it took us about two seconds to get uh, from the, the front, from the back of this, very back of this uh, massive venue to the front. It was insane. Everyone <laughs> lets you walk by. And at this point, Aaron's usually on my shoulders, so. Uh... <laughs> Perks of being the smallest member of the band, I guess. Yeah, true. So your message is we should all uh, we should all give up on metal and go watch jazz then, should we? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just try it. It's a different. It's a whole. It's a different box of fogs, you know. <laughs> it's, it's but it's honestly, yeah. No, I'd recommend it to. I think the one thing that's for me always been so important when it comes to writing music is just taking as much influence as you can from everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you, I think if you only take it from metal. You, you'll fall into a trap of just sounding like just another metal band. And I think it's been important for us just to almost look beyond that and look at things we like in other genres like hip hop, which I think is sometimes apparent in songs, especially on the new EP, like uh, This Is Us, like the blues rock and uh, hip hop influences there, probably the mm. most prominent they've ever been uh, in anything we've ever written. And I, I, for us, that's important to kind of, just to keep creating music that we enjoy really. And, I mean, always to make people kind of, I guess, always raise an eyebrow and be like, oh, this is different. This is cool. Mm. You know, yeah, but, that has been uh, one of our major um, kind of set out sort of objectives, really, is just to, like Aaron said, raise the eyebrow and kind of be that completely different band that each each section, each riff, each bridge, each chorus is going to be completely, entirely unique. Um, I don't think there's one track uh, on our entire discography, to be honest, it sounds like any of the others. Um, <laughs> which is which is good fun. It's a nightmare to write at times. Um, it's, it's it's good fun and uh, gives us a bit of a challenge for sure. Yeah, I were trying to work on a few other projects, and I got to say, 
I think writing from Idols to Ashes songs has actually proved to be the hardest. <laughs> I've ever, probably, I, don't, I don't know. It probably occasionally means we try some things that don't quite work, but then it means it's always, hopefully, unexpected. And that's, yeah, some lovely feedback I've had about our EP is that they didn't know where it was going next. And that was really nice to hear. I think it was a good thing. Yeah, definitely. You, you obviously talked a bit up there about Counting Days, the new EP. Um, so for anyone who's not had a listen yet, what should they be expecting from it in terms of like, I think mainly in terms of how it kind of differs from or builds on the debut EP. So what? Oh, well, overall heavier, um, yeah. more energy, more layers. Uh, tr- yeah, I would say we really wanted to, I think what we found out with when we started uh, playing uh, Scare Tactics songs live was that we really did just enjoy playing the heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, for us, I think it just, uh, it just, yeah, for us, it just worked better live. Obviously, I think uh, we always try to really give a kick-ass stage show, really jump around as much as we can yeah. uh, to the point where we probably actually sacrifice being the tightest band <laughs> in the world. We figure if people aren't <laughs> watching a metal band, they can at least, well, no, if they don't enjoy listening to a metal band, they can at least enjoy watching us. True a lot of our kind of uh one of our values as well so yeah (laughs) sorry i'm just on that like i think just branching out from even the technical side i mean this ep uh you know it's it's a lot darker um in terms of lyrical content um Mm -hmm. it's a lot more heartfelt i think a lot of the songs are you know they they delve deep into a lot of our own personal stories um that Mm -hmm. we've had in the last couple of years um so I, I don't know maybe it has a bit more backbone than the other stuff we've created um you know everyone says you know the the, the gold stuff comes from being in the rut and that's exactly what this ep is i think we managed to pull together a lot of hard times and a lot of um a lot of not so nice stuff and put it into a mm-hmm. uh, one hell of an ep well that's what we think anyway <laughs> uh, it was uh, it wasn't actually a. Uh... To be honest, it wasn't actually quite smooth sailing as as it as much as it was with, with writing the last EP, which seemed to come quite naturally. I think, especially because of the distance and what, as individuals, we were each going through, it, it almost came to the point where it came to us being in the studio and actually not really being ready to be there. We are, um, yeah, which did cause a few delays and um, maybe a few sacrifices. But I think it, for us, it just makes us that bit more proud of kind of getting through it and. As yeah. Jay says, it has that backstory, it has that backbone. But as Jay oh, said, yeah. lyrical content especially is really probably where we've deviated the most from our previous stuff where, yeah, I mean, in the last one, it was all quite primarily quite political and about mm-hmm. you know, our opinions towards stuff. And this this time, it's just, a, I, I don't know what changed, but we, it's just about getting through it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, counting the days, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I think last time we talked, um, which I think was actually three, nearly three years ago. Um, yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. Um, you you were talking about the debut EP, and I think you mentioned that a lot of the lyrics in that weren't personal, but now it seems like things have changed, and you've kind of taken a bit more personal approach to this one. So, what kind of what has kind of inspired you to kind of sit down and write music? And it doesn't have to be just the lyrics. Like, what can I go? What makes you? what do you guys go what makes you sit down and write music generally like what gets you creative and um i mean from my perspective 
yeah. usually Aaron's just he's just jamming out constantly. I swear he never puts the, the guitar down, to be honest with you. I'm surprised he can eat really. I'm surprised he's got any hands free, probably got four arms hidden somewhere, I don't know. But um yeah, Aaron's constantly writing stuff. Um he's a very creative individual, I must admit. Um very jealous of that at times. But uh it usually it usually stems from Aaron writing something uh that he's pretty proud of and firing it across to the band. And we all take a listen. Um and you know we all we all chime in and, and put our piece to it, um, but I can't comment that much on the technical side because I don't know where Aaron gets his massive creativity from. But um, the lyrics, for sure, you know, just taking the feel of what everyone else has written. Um, and I think that's that's that, that's our way of writing, really. It's kind of someone starts it, um, and then which is usually Aaron, and then everyone else just kind of gets a feel and puts their own spin on it and that's how it sounds so different but so the same you know everyone's matching to the same initial start but with their own complete creativity i don't think mm-hmm. i think we've maybe got one or two songs that um you know aaron or uh dan have written certain sure. bits that cross across that go across instruments but i think most of the time it's everyone's written their own piece completely uniquely and that's, that's mainly because of the distance between us all. Um, we kind of live all over across South uh, England and Wales. Uh, so it's very much that I'll record something. I think I was, I was still living in Falmouth when I, when I wrote this record. Well, when I started writing my piece for the record. And so I was then sending that back up to everyone else in Bristol and Laurie in Swansea. And then they'd have to kind of... Laurie didn't even have his drums in Swansea at the time. So he'd have to try and work out the drums in his head, come back... <laughs> then actually sounded so it's very much like we'd each do our piece we'd have a band practice and all of us would be so surprised at what the other one other people did because it was just <laughs> absolutely each member's own interpretation of of um my what I, usually what i'd written and mm-hmm. it was just never what we expected and it was just I, I don't know i think we enjoyed that um yeah it could have gone drastically wrong, but I think we, <laughs> no, that's that's actually that's that's not what I had in mind, but that's actually pretty cool. Let's keep it. Um, but yeah, well, I think in terms of other like sort of as you mentioned, how we sort of come up with content and mm-hmm. um, like the whole creativity for it. I mean, like you said, the fir- like we said, the first one was um, yeah, it was incredibly political. I think at that point. We really enjoyed being in a band. Um, we really enjoyed playing playing together. Um, but I think our creativity, maybe mostly along the lyric side, I'll put my hand up with that. It's kind of like, let's, let's just write a song. Let's just put mm-hmm. something, let's think of something to write about. And I think at the time, um, a lot of the stuff that was happening was kind of political. We were quite young at that point as well. So I think we were growing up through a lot of that and we were starting to mature and kind of have opinions about these sorts of things and you know instead of i don't, I don't know we just wanted to put it into music really and yeah rage against the machine being our main focus at the time growing up listening to that um it was sort of oh these guys did it so maybe we could put our opinions to it too <laughs> um but i think this this next ep was yeah i i would say personally um it was sculpted a lot upon personal events that have happened recently um and we sort of that's all again that's all that's been on our mind um across the band you know because obviously we're a tight group um mm-hmm. we we share everything together and everyone knows everything about everyone so we all sort of 
felt it all together and thought, you know what, this is this is actually something more natural now. I mean, we found our we found our style. We found the way we like playing music, as Aaron said, the he- more heavier, energetic stuff. Um, and then, you know, we had events and we had stuff that we felt and felt natural to put alongside that technical stuff. Um, so I guess it just naturally flowed into this this sort of feel for the EP. Really, I don't think anything was forced. It was mm. it was mainly it, it grew darker, it grew heavier by natural course of what was going on in our lives, rather than sort of thinking and um, you know dedicating like this next one's going to be heavy, hard, and dark as mm. you like. It was it was mainly you know it just kind of grew on us, I suppose. Mm. Okay. There was a certain game changer for me, whereas I think me and Dan uh, and Laurie especially actually had maybe I think we had two two or three tracks completed that we wanted to put in the new EP, which was much more an evolu- more of an evolution of Scare Tactics, and then we wrote Justified, and that was that was darker, it was heavier, it was uh, it still had that same groove, but it felt heavy, and we were kind of like we literally just made that decision almost unconsciously to just scrap everything and start again. And then that's when we started writing RGB, we wrote Phantom, and we were kind of like, okay, this is what we want to do. Let's push that as far as we can for Lost. Let's take that really far back with uh, This Is Us. And then, I mean, Aphidiophobia just took bloody ages to write. So that, that's... <laughs> it's it's a bloody ages to spell the name on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took uh, three months just to learn learn the spelling. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so on the UP as well, on the kind of creation process of it, I'm interested in. Um, so for people who haven't written, created, recorded an EP um, or an album, whatever, which is most of us, are there any parts of it that you guys particularly enjoy that you didn't expect to enjoy, or anything you particularly disliked about the whole process of creating <laughs> it? Or yeah, I'm kind of interested in what you guys think about that. Uh... God, yeah, the, more, is, the, more, the more prepared you are, the more you enjoy it. I, I'm gonna put my put our put all of our hands up and say maybe on maybe we weren't quite prepared enough for when we went into the studio this time round. And actually, mm-hmm. even last time I didn't quite realize like you, when you, you think you're playing in time when you're playing you're practicing through a metronome, but you don't quite realize that when no when you're in the studio you have to hit every note exact and you know. Yeah. Since learning that with scare tactics, I think I've stepped up as a guitarist so much more. Um, but then I think, yeah, I'm f- I think we were well on track to be prepared for this next one. It was very much just a case of all the, all the stuff that was going on behind closed doors delaying us. But so we just made it happen in the end. We just made the decision now. We'll just make it happen. But yeah. I think we love that time together. We've got a, the brilliant uh, Josh Gallup from Foxjaw, who uh, does our, who yeah, is a sound engineer. Uh, mix and masters mixes and masters, which is really cool obviously because he as well as just being a top guy he he really knows what he's talking about and he is really honest with you as well like like dude come on you can do better than that and he he Mm -hmm. does push it out of you as well as add his own sort of creative flares here and there and once again something you didn't expect but i think he's very good at kind of seeing how the song's going to be when it's finished and helping you bring that to life Mm. so we've always enjoyed working with him and to be honest I, I i don't even know if we would actually even take a chance on anyone anyone else at the moment we really do think very highly of him so give uh send some love to stage two studios <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going to play i know fox jaw bring a new album out we're going to play one of their songs on this podcast as well so oh, amazing. that is very timely <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, but yeah, I must admit, um, in the studio, it's being a being a vocalist, being a front man, you've always got this sort of persona out exterior as well as interior, where you're like, you know, I know what I'm doing. You know, my instruments, my voice, it's it's the way that it's going to go down, and there is that element of you know your your sound engineer turning around again, mate. That's that that's not going to work, and you're like. <laughs> Oh no, but it has to work because this is all I've got. And uh, there was that element uh, quite a lot in this EP where um, I had quite a lot of ideas for specific parts, and um, we did just scrap them. <laughs> we did just scrap them, <laughs> yeah. and that was the end of that. Um, but like I said, you know, Josh was brilliant and pulled it out of us. Um, we managed to pull back a lot of good things, add a lot of good things that we never thought of, um, pushed out some stuff that we never thought we would be able to achieve, actually. Um, mm -hmm. We never thought we could get as heavy as we did for Lost in particular. Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's that, that cre to be honest, I'd say my favorite part is the creative process in the studio. You know, you go in with the set of tracks that you think, you know, this is, this is it. Like, we're just going to go in there, record it bam, bish, bash, bosh, done, come out with the CD. But you, you really don't. You go in there with an idea of what you want, and mm -hmm. once everything starts coming together, it takes, you know, four or five ideas, and you've got a completely different song by the end of it. It's always for good. Um, it's always a good thing. It's always, it's always positive to keep to what your ideas were in the first place as well, because that's the hard thought out part. But there's just an element I enjoy about, you know other people's ideas um and under almost under pressure sculpting this new idea at the end of it because you're always proud of what we've come out with i mean yeah can you say aaron could you back me up on that you know one not one song we've gone in there with has come out identical to what we've gone in with oh yeah i mean especially i mean i i can remember me and lolly unfortunately couldn't be in the studio when jay tracked uh when jay tracked vocals i can remember hearing them for the first time and being like it actually I gotta be honest, it scared me. Not in a bad way. I was like, bloody hell, this is not I had no idea these songs were about to get so ferocious. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean Jay as a screamer especially has gotten so much more dynamic and mm. uh, yeah. I can, I I think even even Josh did make a comment to Jay, like, what what happened to your voice, man? Like there was <laughs> he sounds like a completely different person on this record and it's uh probably just reflects that we all are to be honest different people but um mm. yeah honestly i gotta be honest i just love spending time with the guys we don't spend enough time with each other outside of the band apart from you know me and Laurie and dan being family obviously we see a lot of each other um but i mean as a band the four of us we don't we don't there's no other time where we'd spend five days in the studio together and so that is above all else it's always been about that we're more of a, yeah. more of a support group than a band at the end of the day to be honest these days <laughs> cool okay um so obviously we mentioned that we're recording this in lockdown mode so uh i'm interested in what you guys have been doing with your time like obviously everyone has loads of spare time on their hands now so what have you been up to in the kind of spare time you now have after you jeff um, so obviously I've been working as, as usual, sort of, mm -hmm. uh, nine to five on Monday to Friday. Um, but in my spare time, I've been playing a hell of a lot of World of Warcraft and, uh, <laughs> Daisy, honestly, I mean, World of Warcraft, I've got 17, I think we worked it out, um, 
a couple of months back, so it's you know it's probably increased by now. But I've got about seventeen percent of my life is spent in the land of Azeroth, I believe. <laughs> I'm twenty three, so um, yeah, that's a lot to say. A lot to wow. say. But um, I've also <laughs> bought a new motorbike as well, so I'm doing that up at the moment, oh, nice. which is um, which is good fun. Bit of a midlife crisis thing, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm frightened of 23. Live fast, die young. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, quarter life crisis then. <laughs> but yeah, loving the sunshine from my bedroom at this rate. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Aaron? What have you been doing in your time? I've been doing. Yeah, like like Jay, working a lot. Um, I think we're all quite lucky to yeah still be working during this uh rough period. Um, yeah. But yeah, as I said, it's really nice just having Laurie around. Um, we both enjoy doing um, martial arts and stuff, so we've been kind of like training in the. Sorry, a lot cooler than Jay. Sorry to show you up here. Yeah, we've been like training in the garden. We took, we even took our, we even took our music, our drums and our amps out there the other day, and just started jamming in the garden really loud. And apparently, our neighbours loved it. Which nice. Uh, <laughs> so we've been, you know, we've been doing some loads of really, really cool, interesting stuff. Uh, unlike Jay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got two level 60s now I'm rocking the world <laughs> okay cool um, and hopefully post lockdown what have you got coming up with um, with the band what have you got planned for the rest of the year well we put we actually put our um, all of our promotion plans on hold just to save some money so we actually mm. we haven't put any money behind counting days yet which so I mean this is bloody great we're so happy you got in contact with us because it just gives us a uh, something that, that we can get out there mm-hmm. uh, yeah massively appreciated thank you um no worries but yeah we I'm for, i think just because of the timing of everything we really almost just thought because i mean we were delaying the release as it was we were really trying i think just to, yeah so, so many setbacks we won't go into it though <laughs> we, actually, we actually recorded this ep in 2018 and we've been sat here <laughs> yeah. and a half Oh wow! Um, and it is, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's been a it's been a weird old road to be honest. Yeah. Um, but it's finally out there. We're really proud of it. We've only we've only heard good things back from people. Yeah. We we haven't promoted it as much as we would have liked, just because as soon as we kind of planned to, yeah, it was, it was just like, look, guys, we need to save the money. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just it's just not the time for it. So we'll get back on. So I think first and foremost. Uh, we'll get on really hammering the CP into everyone's heads once once we come out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Cool, sounds good. Um, I think that's everything I wanted to talk about. Is there anything that you guys want to want people to know about the band? Anything you want else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, unfortunately, in the current affairs, we don't have anything coming up at the moment. No, uh, exactly. Yeah, big wise. Um, no. And obviously the music's out there now, which we're really glad yeah. about. Check that out as much as possible. That would be greatly yeah. appreciated. Just kind of want to get this out there because I guess come the end of it, you know, we're, we're all going to want to uh, take this around the place, probably try and book up as much time as we can to get out there and, and play yeah. music because, you know, the small tours we have done, we've had a really great time. Um, so it'd be great to go out there with some newer material and sort of, show it around even if we have played it a couple of times already to a lot of the locals um it'd be great to get out there and kind of get the sound out yeah so stay posted for uh hopefully something at some point when all this madness is over 
Yeah, uh, exactly. We got so much free time on our hands. Just let's just let's just all check out all the music. You know, there's some great. Like honestly, in my opinion, the underground scene is better than the mainstream at the moment. All of the bands who are just up and coming are really kind of are the ones making the making the yeah making waves. So I would uh mm-hmm. I support that. You know, if you're tired of uh, all the big bands, if you bring me the highs and aren't what they used to, so what. <laughs> There are there are there are so many underground bands that are better than that are doing better than even bring these old stuff. So just go check them out. Support them. Yeah. They're the ones who absolutely. Are yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, guys, thanks so much for your time. Um, we're up to like half an hour now. So um, yeah, time flies. So having fun. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a great it's been a great chat. So thanks a lot for talking to us and everyone who's listening. Go out and listen to uh, Counting Days' new EP. Cheers, Amazing. man. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs>
Welcome back. You just heard Phantom by From Idols to Ashes. Thanks again to Jay and Aaron for chatting to us, and apologies for any sound issues and glitches you may have heard on it. Um, next up, we've got another new British band that's new even to us. Um, Sky Valley Mistress are a stoner rock desert rock band that have caught the eye of Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal guitarist Dave Catching, who co-produced their debut album, which was released last week. From the album, this is a track called Lost in Shock. Get with a feeling like a ten-ton freight train A bit love and pain racing through my veins Twisted together like DNA And knowing nothing but your name Holding on to the life I was steering Straight into the black of the night Caught like a headshot still in scale But frozen by the
like DNA And knowing nothing but your name That was Lost in Shock by Sky Valley Mistress, who are from Blackburn in Lancashire. Um, even more new British rock now. Next up is a band called The Crooked 45. Um, this is a band from Reading that features two members of uh, Attention Thieves, armed with big riffs, relatable lyrics, big catchy choruses. Can't really go wrong, can you? Uh, the trio are set to release their debut EP on April the 10th. From it, this is a track called Future Scholars. Living life through a screen, look with a head full of doubt. We prostitute our youth, exploit the dangers. I'm Jay and I'm Alan and we're from Idols to Ashes and you're listening to Gig Radio. That was Future Scholars by the Crooked 45. 
sounds pretty awesome. And remember, their debut EP is out on Monday, the 10th of April. All right. Do you want some more new British music? Alrighty then. This is a band called In Technicolor. Um, they're from Brighton. They fuse technical excellence with stoner rock vibe and loads of heavy riffing. Um, the band released their debut album called Big Sleeper last month, and this is the title track from it.
What's up? My name is Chung from Windrunner. I'm Nam from Windrunner. And you're, you're listening, listening to Gig Radio. Welcome back. That was Big Sleeper from In Technicolor. Um, our final track maybe leaves the heaviest to last. This is a band called Ebon Ivory, who are one of the fastest rising bands on the growing Australian progressive scene. Uh, it's bloody in parts and then it explodes into something ridiculously heavy. Um, this is their brand new track called Explosions After Dark.
You just heard Ebon Ivory with Explosions After Dark, and that brings this episode to an end. Um, we've tried to throw in loads of new music for you to check out today, um, giving you plenty to explore during the ongoing lockdown. Um, so go and give all these bands a listen, and of course there's plenty new, plenty other new bands over on gigradar.co.uk, so go and check those out as well. Um, thanks a lot for listening. Um, we really appreciate any subscribes, reviews you want to give us. Um, and until next time, goodbye for now and stay safe out there. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% of...